0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like Sam. I'm your host Sam, and it is officially the end of week three of the NFL regular season. Super happy to be back. I'm sticking to my word every Monday of the NFL regular season, I'm doing the podcast getting and out to you. So if you haven't already, go subscribe to my podcast. It's Sounds Like Sam. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you get it. Make sure you subscribe and uh, share it and Rate the podcast. That would be fantastic if you can. If not, no worries. But if you haven't already as well, make sure you subscribe to my social channels, which would be Sounds Like Sam on Instagram. Or I believe it's Sounds Like Sam podcast And then I got Apples at Fantasy for fantasy football content, uh, which is on Twitter, Instagram. And then I also have Sam Fulton TV, which is my YouTube channel. So make sure you you go follow all those channels. And yeah, it's uh today should be a good episode. Week three was a little crazy, uh, the games. Did not go as expected in some areas. Others, you kind of knew what was coming. Uh, Another exciting week in the NFL. And uh, today's going to be a little bit of the same, a little bit different. I'm going to give you my two-minute drill. I'm going to give you some waiver wire ads. I'm going to give you some who's trending upwards. And then I'm going to give you another segment of making me worried. Uh, The good news about all this is that we have more stats to work with. That's the beauty of being three weeks into the NFL season is that we're not just going off of one week. We're going off of three now. So it's going to be a little bit easier to see who's trending in what way. Yeah, I'm going to get into also what to do if you are, and then it's record edition. So we'll we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But first off, I'm going to go into my two-minute drill, which the goal is literally two minutes. Let's see if we can do it. All right, starting with the Thursday night football game, Steelers versus Browns, Browns basically control the whole game versus the Steelers. Steelers made some nice stops. I will say Alex Highsmith is now the leading sack person in the NFL, so that's pretty cool for a Steelers standpoint. But on the other side, Steelers just do not look like they can get their offense going, whereas the Browns look like they're starting to get a little bit more movement in the right direction with that. Uh, Ravens, Patriots, Ravens. Actually, it was a tight game with them. Uh, Lamar balled out again. Uh, biggest news of that game was Mac Jones got injured Ravens did come up with a W uh Chiefs Colts Colts actually end up winning which is kind of crazy considering how badly they've been playing so good job for them coming back in the uh fourth quarter I believe and making sure that Patrick Mahomes couldn't do anything about it and uh so good for them got some guys back from injury including Michael Pittman good to see them doing well but yeah Colts kind of suck not not a good look for the Kansas City Chiefs next we have Saints at uh, versus Panthers, Saints really did not do anything in this game. Uh, although, I will say, uh, Chris Olave has been a huge trending upwards player. Uh, Michael Thomas didn't really do that much. Uh, Smith had a big game. Winston threw 350 yards and a touchdown, but he did throw two interceptions. Uh, Panthers got their first win. And they honestly kind of deserved it the way they've been playing. I mean, I'll give them credit. Like, that they got the win but man they haven't looked really that pretty doing it but hey a win's a win saints struggling a bit especially on offense uh texans versus bears texans barely lose to the bears man for a 2-1 team as the bears they do not look very good that's all i'll say but bears win at 23-20 dolphins bills dolphins end up winning this game even though they were totally outplayed by the bills like almost the entire game came down to clock management and Game management and you know, the heat kind of struck the Bills, who's a kind of a colder weather team, didn't go their way. But uh, Dolphins 3 0, uh, the only team along with the Eagles to be 3 0. Bills lose their first game. Vikings, Lions, Vikings actually come back, win this game, uh, 28 24. Uh, I, I again think that uh, Lions have a decent offense, they really were moving the ball, but you know, Adam Thielen came to play this game, uh. Came away with six receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Jefferson didn't really do much for a second game in a row. Three receptions, 14 yards. So, would like to see more from him moving forward. But, Lions doing good. Jamal Williams had a baller game. Uh, Bengals-Jets. Bengals, on, I don't, they had it in the bag like the entire game. They actually kind of let, slowed it down a little bit in the second half. Because I believe they had like two touchdowns in like the first 20 minutes. So, for them to actually like not just completely blow the Jets out of the water, it's good for the Jets, but that they, they should have been a better game uh, than it was. Titans Raiders Raiders actually came back because also the Titans were also, I believe, up like three touchdowns in the first quarter or so, maybe the first, at least the first half, and Raiders end up coming back within two. But to me, you know, the fact that. The Raiders have Devontae Adams and he only had five receptions for thirty six yards and a touchdown. Versus an, I guess an okay, like Titan secondary, but like, really? Like you have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. How could you not be targeting him more? Like, why isn't he having uh you know, Mac Hollins' numbers? Like, why is Mac Hollins getting all this and Devontae Adams isn't? Uh I mean, maybe this is coming from a fantasy biased person, but Devonte Adams is your best player. He's the best player on the field besides Derrick Henry, and you choose to go to Mac Hollins more. It's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So, a rant for another day. But man, that's that bothers me that they have Devontae Adams and he's only has five receptions. So, I don't know what's what's up with that. But things need to change. That's <laughs> just funny to me. But whatever. Uh, Eagles, Commanders. Commanders actually end up getting points on the board for this game. They were being blown out twenty-four to zero, essentially the entire game. So the fact that they got anything on the board. As a congratulations to them, Jaguars blow out the Chargers. That was big. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and company starting to look really good. James Robinson, 17 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown. He's looking like a baller. Christian Kirk is a top six wide receiver right now in fantasy. Uh, and then their other guys are kind of balling out as well. So good for the Jags. Good for uh, Coach Peterson. I like what they've got going on. Jags fan Jay, shout out to you. Uh, you guys deserve this. So you're on the you're on the track to what that you said they would be. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we got Packers, Buccaneers, uh, that looked like a terrible game. Aaron Rodgers had two touchdowns, though, which he threw, which is good for them. But, man, Bucks are depleted on their wide receivers. Didn't help Mike Evans was out due to his suspension. Romeo Dupes had a touchdown. Alan Lazard had a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he looked okay. But it's still disappointing considering they're the Packers and that this is the Bucks. So, hopefully, once Chris Godwin comes back, they get some more time under their belt with their offensive line. The Bucs should be back. Tom Brady should be back. Uh to what we expect him to be, and hopefully this clears up pretty soon, but yeah, uh, Rams-Cardinals, Rams beat the Cardinals pretty well, but I mean, I would have liked to have seen more from Cup, I mean, he had, he did end up losing me in my, one of my fantasy games, so that's not cool, Cup, he only had like four receptions for 40 yards, what's up with that, he usually has like, at least eight for 100 a hundred t- and a touchdown, so it, it was nice to see that he still had a touchdown in the game, but it wasn't a receiving touchdown, it was actually a rushing touchdown, which was his first of his career, I believe, so, that's pretty cool, but Falcons-Seahawks, this was a closer game than I thought. Falcons get their first win of the season, winning 27-23. Seahawks uh, have only won one game, and that was against the Broncos, so I don't know what to say about that. Sorry if I told you to start Falcons. I thought they would do way better than defensively, but they didn't really do that well, so apologies on that. Forty <clears throat> ers broncos man, that was a really defensive game and a really poor offensive performance for both teams. I mean, it was just it was just hard to watch. I mean, uh, yeah, the Broncos had some some stuff going in the end, but and they were they made some decent drives, but something after another, they would always just like something would just happen and they turn it down. It's I don't know. I I just feel like it's partially the head coach's fault, a little bit of Russell Wilson's fault. You know, they have the players, players aren't making plays. It just doesn't seem like things are working out right now. There was a I think even Eli Manning said in his Manning cast. That Russell Wilson shouldn't have gotten paid. The punter should have gotten paid uh, the two hundred thirty million the way that he's been playing and the way that they're using him because Russell Wilson really hasn't been doing that much. So that was a funny quote from Eli. Uh, Monday night game, which was tonight, Cowboys versus Giants. Cowboys ended up being the Giants in a decent game. Actually, I, I watched it. I I did enjoy it. There was some offense going in this game. Saquon had a nice touchdown, but the Giants pull ahead. Uh, CD dropped like a forty yard pass, which I just was not happy with on him with Twitter, but he ends up repaying the fantasy owners with a really nice touchdown grab. So is he a top 10 wide receiver? I'm going to go with no, but you know, he's making his case with that catch. So good for him for not like uh, totally busting this week. So yeah, that was the two minute warning or two minute drill went way over time again. I think it's went 10 minutes. So not doing a very good job with that, but you know, it is what it is. Felt Like, I got some points in there, but uh, next second is going to be waiver wire ads for week three. I'm putting on the board Joshua Palmer of the Chargers, Noah Brown of the Cowboys, Zay Jones of the Jaguars, Alexander Madison of the Vikings, David Njoku of, Cle- of the Cleveland Browns, uh, JD McKissick, uh, running back for the Commanders, and uh, Jared Goff and Khalil Herbert. So, a lot of these guys, you know, they a lot of it is related to injuries. This is more for like 12-person PPR league. So if you're in that, it's probably going to suit you more. I understand that there's not like a, a whole lot of running backs for some reason on the waiver wire. I guess everybody just drafted all the good ones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Khalil Herbert, I'll start with the, from the bottom. He is going to be a good pickup if you have David Montgomery. Uh, seems like he might be out uh, a game or two or maybe longer. I don't know. But uh, he did really well without David Montgomery in so he's going to be a good guy to, to pick up. Jared Goff, I, I really still believe that that offense is still pretty good, and he's been playing pretty well, so if you need a, a quarterback, if for some reason you have Dak, and he got injured, or, you know, Tom Brady may, it's not playing well, maybe maybe think of uh, Jared Goff, because he's actually been putting out some decent numbers. Uh, not necessarily this last game, but he should be moving forward, hopefully. Uh, JD McKissick is a good PBR running back. He's averaged around 10 points a game, uh, just because of his reception ability, and they just target him a lot so if you still haven't gotten Curtis Samuel who's another commander guy he seems to be uh, a big target for Carson Wentz which is pretty cool good, good for him he's he's gotten uh, uh, he's averaging like 10 targets a game so uh, which is really good to see but yeah commanders are obviously not a great offensive team David Njoku threw him in because he kind of had a fluke game 3 but it also looked like he was very heavily involved and that he did show some chemistry uh, with their quarterback so uh, I know it can't be long term, and he usually like messes up for some reason, whether it's just they just don't give him the ball or whatever. But if you need a tight end, he might be a good guy to look to, especially since he had ten targets. So consider that. Another guy got ten targets. Zach He's not necessarily on my list because he should be drafted, but it's not a bad tight end to, to to look for. Uh, Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook had a shoulder injury this last game, so I'd look for him if if you need a running back. Zay Jones. Uh, the way this Jaguars team has been playing, he has. He was getting 10 targets, so he's been doing really well. Uh, I'd target him. Uh, Zay Jones. Oh, wait, no, I just talked about him. Noah Brown uh, of the Cowboys. Not doing particularly like anything stellar, but he's been a huge target for them. He's been averaging seven targets a game. He's been receiving. He's had five receptions per game so far, so a PPR league, that's not bad. I know they didn't play great versus the Giants, but... Uh, he's been at least he's been getting targets. He's a guy that maybe for a bye week he'd be a good person to put in. But last guy, Joshua Palmer, uh really stepped up this week for the Chargers. Um I don't I don't think he got a touchdown, but you know, he had five receptions for 80 yards. So that's not bad considering I mean how bad they played versus the Jaguars. So uh with Keen Allen still out, he's a guy I'd consider targeting as well. All right, uh, let's go into the making me worried segment. Uh, I'm going to start with Alvin Kamara. uh, And then I'm going to go Kareem Hunt, Brandon Cooks, James Conner. These guys are making me worried very much. So Uh, Alvin Kamara in particular, I I just, I really thought that, you know, they would use him differently. They would maybe get in the ball more. But, you know, James Winston hasn't really been uh, targeting him that much. And at least as much as like Drew Brees would use him as just a what what do you call it like uh a, like a, he's a checkdown guy and he's not checking it down so that that was his like biggest strength and they're just not using him like that and so if they're not gonna use him he's not really gonna do much and it is touched I don't think he has a touchdown yet this season I, th- I think he's been injured he was injured week two didn't really play much week one. And definitely a big surprise. Uh, the stats are not in his favor, although he did get uh, a little bit more play time this week. Did fumble, but man, I really am expecting more from him. And right now, he's been a huge bust. But hopefully, things can turn around. I know they're still getting their offense together, but we'll see how that goes. Cream Hunt is another guy. I'm a little bit worried about. Uh, I guess I'm not exactly. I can't say I'm worried because you know he he was drafted in the eighth round for a lot of people. You know, I I expected him to be more of a touchdown guy for them. And he was their first game. He did great in that aspect. But it it just does seem like that's going to be his role. And he is going to be more of a flex player. I don't consider him a running back two anymore. So, definitely downgrading him on that area. Um, But, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing to see that they haven't, like, used him as much. But he's still getting a decent amount of, like, targets. And he's still... He's their check down guy. So, it'd be nice to see him get more touchdowns, but... Uh, another guy who's making me worried, Brandon Cooks. I mean, they play the Chargers this week, and he just hasn't really done that much, and that's concerning. Considering he's supposed to be Mister Average, <laughs> meaning like he, he's like he's like Mister Top Twenty. He's like never been a, above a top twenty, or he's never been like over like under the, a, a top twenty. If that makes sense, basically like he's never been worse than a, a top twenty wide receiver, and this year he's starting to be worse. So that's not good. I'd like to see him get more involved. But they got a lot of younger talent, so I'm not exactly surprised. But fantasy-wise, it's a bit concerning. So maybe look to one of those other guys like Zay Jones or something who's actually getting more targets. Uh, next guy I'm making me worry, James Conner. Man, that's really disappointing for me because I drafted him. And I, kn- I knew coming in that he was going to be touchdown-dependent, and they just have not been scoring any touchdowns. It should get a little easier. Their schedule's getting better. But, man, like, definitely can't deny that I'm not disappointed. Next, I'm going to go with trending upward players. So for this, I'm going with Cam Akers, uh, the Ohio State rookies, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, uh, Tony Pollard, Tom Brady, uh, Jalen Waddle, Christian Kirk, and James Robinson. I'll start from the bottom again. James Robinson has been killing it. For all all those you, for all those who drafted him late, congratulations. He's been a steal. Uh, I, I, I I personally didn't pick him up. I don't know why. I mean, I, I guess I can't tell the future, but I was targeting him. Um, he, he just got taken too early, and he wasn't, like, a huge priority, but, like, I, I just felt like I, I wasn't sure what the Jaguars were really going to do. I really wasn't confident. Um, I, I It's not like I, I had uh, Travis Etienne over him because I didn't. I, I he, he wasn't on my list, but, you know, I, I actually liked James Robinson. I was really surprised that people had him so low uh considering how, how well he's done for them and he 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 has been uh passed up his whole entire career in fantasy and he's making you pay for it now and so that's really funny to see. But it's good for him. I'm glad to see that they're using him a lot and that since Urban Meyer has now gone, he's been a staple running back for them and he's here to stay. He's right now running back two in fantasy. So if you have him, dang, I feel really good about myself. But uh yeah uh I really like him. He's training upward. Christian Kurt, another Jaguar He's a wide receiver one for Jags right now. Has three touchdowns in three games. Doing really well in in those categories. Getting a ton of targets. Making those... uh, Getting a a decent amount of receptions. Moving forward, I would be concerned a little bit about this keeping up. Because, you know, he's had decent years with the Cardinals before. And then he kind of just fell off. So, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I I don't think it will. Because he literally is, like, their best wide receiver. And he is good. good. So, he's another guy that I, I like that is moving in the right direction Jalen Waddle is another guy who's you know I wasn't sure with Tyreek coming in but you know he stayed almost he's been better than Tyreek so that connection with him and his uh college quarterback Dua Tagovailoa has been awesome for him he's really stepped it up in year two uh he's he's a touchdown machine for him he's also his favorite target so I really like him moving forward if if you I, I would I would recommend trading for him Uh, not Tyreek. You might want to even trade Tyreek uh, for him. But another guy, Tom Brady, he he played his best game this weekend, even though it was not very good. It came all in like the fourth quarter. But I'm expecting a lot better things from him moving forward. He's going to get the guys back, including Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Uh, Should get Julio back soon, hopefully. Uh, But he's going to have targets. He's going to get his main wide receiver core back. Offensive line needs to step up a bit as well. So he might be a good trade trade target uh, if you need it. Next guy I'm gonna go with is Tony Pollard, the running back for the Dallas Cowboys. I even told you in my running back episode before the season started. He's a guy that I was targeting because he is so explosive. If you watch that the game, not only are they giving him like a lot more carries, but you know he he looks great running the ball and Zeke just does not have the same uh like fire feet as him. I don't even know if that's a word, but he just doesn't have the same energy as him and it's it's pretty apparent that they like him more cuz you know in the fourth quarter that's who they were giving the ball to Zeke they were giving him it like third downs and yeah he did get the the touchdown go ahead and i'd like to see more uh touch touchdown looks for tony pollard but he looks really good he's actually a guy i would uh maybe not target for trade but he i keep an eye on him for sure because uh he looks really good uh next go- next guys are going to be the ohio state rookies garrett wilson and chris olave chris olave for the saints had his best game of the year right now, I, I believe. He was ranked, like, fifth of all, all time for rookies for the most amount of yards in his first three games, which was, like, 250, which is really good, good for him, but they really got him going this game. He had 14 targets, 9 receptions, over 140 yards, and a touchdown. He balled out this weekend, and, you know, both those guys, are honestly, guys, I would look to target because they seem like they're getting a ton of targets right now, and when you're getting that many, when you're getting like 12, 14 targets in a game, that's really good, so uh, it's cool to see that they're doing really well, but, uh, and then Garrett Wilson on the other end, he didn't have a great game, but he, he still, he did okay, I th- I think he had like 9 receptions, I believe, maybe 8, I can't remember, but he did pretty good, and uh, he had a good second game, but they were basically down the entire game, so those are guys who are trending upward, as well as Cam Akers. You know, he, he started from literally having three carries on, on the first game of the season, Thursday night football, to now he, he just had, like, 15 carries for, uh like, 60 yards and a touchdown. I think he fumbled, which is so bad. Like, I just don't understand um their backfield. It just seems like, come and go, they go with the the hot hand, and Daryl Henderson is in the hot hand, Cam Akers is in the hot hand. Their other backs, Jake Funk is in the hot hand. They really don't have any hot hands besides Cooper Cup, who's like the guy who scored their other touchdowns. So I I mean, it's definitely trending upward for him, but man, I just he just they just don't run the ball very well. So I I would keep an eye on him though. Like he he might be a decent trade target if they start rolling with him a little more. It might take some time, but um yeah, I, I have him too, so. Which honestly, I didn't. I think I already said this. I didn't want. <laughs> I didn't want him. It was like a. It was like a three seconds left, and I had to draft someone. I drafted him, and he's starting to make me like just definitely question everything. So, but yeah, they they are all trending upwards. All right. Uh, last thing I'm gonna go over is what to do if you are, and then your record. So we're gonna go what to do if you're three and zero in fantasy football. If you're three and zero right now, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. Keep up the good work. If you're two and one, hey. still there you're still you're still in the running long long season to go doing well uh two and one's a good start uh might, might have had a bad game maybe barely just lost but you're still in it uh wouldn't really do too much with the team maybe you can search out some trades but overall like you should be satisfied if you're two and one one and two starting to if you feel like you have you like your team you just feel like you haven't really done much but i would definitely look for start looking for trades and this is a crucial week for you if you can get to two and two you'd be chilling so uh if you're oh and three though man it's uh if you don't win this game you're basically i hate to break it to you but it's going to be very difficult to get back so i hope you're just your players are just all on the injury reserve or whatever uh because if they're not then you have some work to do and it's going to require a lot of waiver wire work and a lot of trades so that was the episode if uh hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions or comments feel free to message me on instagram or twitter apples at, at fantasy or on my podcast uh instagram at sounds like sam podcast um, well, that was kind of it all right well uh thanks for listening peace